0: It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Uh, made it to a made it to a Friday. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It is Friday, April twenty second. That date means something to me. Oh, my anniversary's tomorrow. A wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary to my wife, Jamie. 34 years tomorrow. Uh, Taking her out for dinner tonight. It's a surprise. She knows we're going. Doesn't know where. I'm not going to blow it on local radio. But, uh, yeah. This is a tough month coming up for me. Because I got my anniversary this Saturday. Two Saturdays from now, which also happens to be Derby Day. It's my wife's birthday, it's my brother's birthday, my sister-in-law's birthday is in the middle there, my daughter is in May, her birthday, boy, I got. Whew, I better hit a parlay, I don't have enough money for all the gifts I gotta buy. Welcome into Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Cartage, John Spears in studio, M&M Cartage hotline is open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation, the Thornton's text line is open as well, 502 502- Don't forget, Thornton's is a perfect stop for all the best pick-me-up items you need to get your day started, like fresh coffee, delicious donuts. Visit our friends at Thornton's and hit me up on the Thornton's text machine. 502-414-1450. It is Thunder Weekend as well. I like to go, I like to use my uh, BATS credential on Thunder Weekend. And I don't Hang around for Thunder. I went to Thunder years and years ago one time. It's off the list. Uh, I'm a grumpy old man. Too much traffic. Um, Too many people. Too late in the evening for me. I know it's got to be dark. I get it. Uh, But enjoy your Thunder. Play responsibly. And uh, just be careful this weekend. Thunder weekend means we are 15 days away from Derby. It sneaks up on you. Easter was late this year, later than it usually is, and all of a sudden, boom, Kentucky Derby's here. But uh, Thunder tomorrow, I'll probably, and it's my anniversary, so uh, I got to take her out to dinner tonight because I'm probably going to go to the Bats game tomorrow, watch part of the air show. It's a great vantage point. The press box at uh, Slugger Field for the air show, I'm sure it's a great vantage point for for Thunder later. I just won't be there that long. Bats, by the way, won yesterday, won last night, 7-6 in extra innings. They went 11 to beat Iowa. That's the first time this year the Bats have won two games in a row. They'll be back on the air tonight, 7 1st pitch, six thirty five. 35 pregame right here on the Big X. The Bats in Iowa, game four of the six game set. The Bats have won two of the first three. Uh, Derby glasses tonight for the first 1,000 in attendance. At Slugger Field, you get a set of derby glasses. That's that's worth going. And good baseball, too. Don't forget good baseball. That's that's worth going as well. Any baseball is good baseball. Uh NBA playoffs last night. It's uh it's about don't take a big lead. That's what we've learned this week. We had two teams with 17-point leads that lost on Wednesday evening. And then last night. Minnesota led Memphis by 26 points. They led by 20 early. Memphis cut it to single digits. Minnesota got back up by 26 and could not hold the lead. A 21-0 Memphis run between the end of the third and the beginning of the fourth quarter. And Memphis takes a 2-1 lead with a road win in Minnesota. Disappointing for uh, the Timberwolves and Carl Anthony Towns. But the lesson here is don't take a big first-half lead. Brooklyn did it against Boston the other night, 17-point lead in the first half. How'd that work out? Not real well. Not real well. Toronto led Philadelphia by 17 on Wednesday night. How'd that work out? Well, Philadelphia's got a 3-0 lead in the series now. The other big story, NBA-wise, is injuries. Luka Doncic gets hurt, strained calf, last game of the regular season. He hasn't played in the first three games of the series against Utah, yet Dallas went on the road last night and beat the Jazz and now owns a 2-1 lead in the series. And we'll see if Luka can come back and play in game four, which is tomorrow. Um, He was dressed last night. I don't know why. If you're not going to play, normal procedure is you got a sweatshirt on or, or, you know, some high high fashion. Somebody's paying you to wear, you know, who are you wearing tonight? little bling, maybe some sunglasses. Luca had a Mavericks jersey, Maverick pullover. He looked like he was ready to play. But he didn't, and they won anyway. And when Utah won game one in Dallas – Everybody thought this was going to be quickly over. They don't have Luka. They don't have a second wheel. Well, Jalen Brunson's the second wheel. He had 41 in game two. He had 31 more last night. The Villanova alum led Dallas to the 126-118 win. And then Golden State, if you weren't awake late enough last night, they took a 3-0 lead over Denver. 118-113, Nikola Jokic just doesn't have any help. It's that simple. I was two for three on my picks. Uh, Utah let me down. Donovan Mitchell didn't let me down. He had 32, but the rest of the Jazz let me down. So two and one last night. We'll try to give you a couple of winners. Uh, we'll go five deep. Three games tonight, two more tomorrow. There are actually four games tomorrow, but two more uh, that I'm going to talk about. So, uh, we'll get you updated on all the NBA playoffs. So, Luka Doncic may or may not play game four tomorrow. Chris Middleton will not play for Milwaukee tonight. He's got a uh, meniscus strain in his knee. A couple of different messages here. We were told two weeks from now he'll be reevaluated. Well, game seven of this series would be May 1st. That means he's out for the series, right? Well, Milwaukee tells us that he's out for the next two games and then they'll reevaluate. Well, if he's out two weeks, he's out for the rest of the series, not just the next two games. Milwaukee and Chicago tonight, in Chicago, series even at a game apiece. And this all of a sudden gets tough for Milwaukee. As great as Giannis Antetokounmpo is, He needs Chris Middleton. That team needs Chris Middleton. And with him out, I don't know who takes up the slack here. You got to find somebody. Brooke Lopez can score a little bit. Does Jordan Wara get a little run, the former Cardinal? Um, Drew holiday has got to be great. So Milwaukee in a little trouble here. They're in a little bit of trouble. Now, I know they're the four seed, uh, but... Most people think Milwaukee could, is probably going to win the East again. Brooklyn's down 2-0 as a seven seed. Nobody believes in Miami. That's just the way it is. Uh, not very many people believe in the Boston Celtics. That's the way it is in that one. Same goes for the Bulls. Same goes for um, Philadelphia. Even though they're up 3 0, even though they've got a big three now that Tyrese Maxey's playing so well, nobody believes in them. Everybody thinks, present company included, that Milwaukee is the team to beat in the East. But with Chris Middleton out for probably the remainder of this series, they got to get by Chicago. They got to get by Chicago. That is not going to be easy. Even though they owned the Bulls in the regular season, that's a fun game tonight at 8.30. Uh, on ABC because you've also got the Grayson Allen return to Chicago. Now, he committed the flagrant two foul on Alex Caruso midseason. Alex Caruso breaks his wrist. He's back now. But Chicago fans not going to forget that. When Milwaukee went to Chicago and played, I don't think Grayson Allen was in the lineup. I think it was one of those load management games because – Quite frankly, the Bucs didn't want an incident in Chicago. He's got to play tonight, especially with Chris Middleton out. And Bulls fans are not going to forget what happened on that flagrant two foul at the basket. So should be interesting tonight, if nothing else, in that game. The late game tonight, Phoenix and New Orleans. Phoenix now going to be without Devin Booker. For at least games 3 and 4 in New Orleans. And that series is a game apiece. Very surprisingly. Phoenix won 64 games. 63, 64 regular season games. Best in franchise history. Best record in the league. And this was going to be a walkover. New Orleans, you know, playing games. They get in. Okay, congratulations. Here's your reward. You get to play Phoenix. Well, Be careful. Be careful when you overlook anybody. Be careful. Because nobody, and I mean nobody, gave New Orleans a chance in this series. Yet here we are a game apiece. No Devin Booker. Tonight, no Devin Booker in game four. That's a lot to lose here. Yes, you got Chris Paul. Yes, you got uh, Bridges. Yes, you got Aiton. Yes, you got Jay Crowder who can score. You got Javel McGee. You got a good bench here. Devin Booker is a difference maker, just like Chris Middleton in Milwaukee. Difference maker. And you're going on the road against a young New Orleans team who's too dumb to realize they're not supposed to be in these games. They were too dumb a couple of nights ago when they won in Phoenix to realize they're not supposed to be they're not supposed to be playing with the Suns. They're young. They don't know any better. Brandon Ingram doesn't know any better. It's not a great Pelicans team. It's a good Pelicans team. It's a fun Pelicans team to watch. So the two late games tonight, maybe I'll be home from dinner in time to uh, turn them on. Happy anniversary, dear. I love you. I do. Perhaps I'll be home in time to watch them tonight. I'm not going to be in a hurry, that's for sure. But intriguing games. The opener tonight, 7 o'clock, Miami and Atlanta. Miami's got a 2 0 lead. Uh, you know, Trey Young. just try, Atlanta's trying to win a game. Let's, let's be honest about it. They're the play in game. They get there again. Here's your reward. Number one seed, Miami. They're just they're, Miami's defense has throttled the Hawks, throttled the Hawks. So Miami's one-and-a-half-point favorite tonight in Atlanta. Milwaukee, surprisingly to me here, is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I thought that would more be like a pick em with Middleton out. But they're a two-and-a-half-point favorite in Chicago. Phoenix, without Booker, still a one-and-a-half-point favorite on the road in New Orleans. So all three road teams favor tonight, two of those teams missing one of their best players. Very interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff. So the story of the playoffs so far has been don't take a big lead, and that's not universal because Dallas took a big lead over Utah in the first half and did go on to victory last night. So it's not a universal thing. Golden State had a nice lead, double-digit lead, and I really thought Denver was going to come back and win that game because Jokic did everything he could last night. He had 37-18 and with five assists. He's got no help. He's got no help. The Nuggets are missing Jamal Murray, who hasn't played all season, and Michael Porter Jr., who hasn't played much of the season. The rest of that Denver team, uh, Monte Morris, uh, you know, it's it's named those Nuggets. I don't know a lot of them. Bones Highland. How about Bones Highland? I don't know him except I love the name Bones Highland, so I, that's why I remember his name the nuggets are nikola jokic and a bunch of dudes aaron gordon okay i'll give you that one gordon had 18 and 12 last night but that's it that's it denvers in. they're in big trouble down 3-0 and i still think jokic is going to win the mvp his numbers um, just his overall game he should win the mvp But they're going to lose 4-0 in this series to Golden State. And Steph Curry coming off the bench. Um, It's fine for now, right? Because you're winning. You haven't lost in, in uh, in this iteration of the Warriors lineup. Jordan Poole's playing great. He's starting in place of Curry. Curry comes back for game one. Okay, let's bring him off the bench. He scores a ton. All right, let's stick with that. Game two, he has, I don't know, 34 points in 25 minutes. All right, we're going to stick with it. Last night, 27 off the bench. Why would you start him? You've won every game. He's come off the bench and played great in every game. He wants to start. I mean, he's Steph Curry, right? Former MVP, two-time champion, maybe the best player on the team, certainly one of the best players in the league, coming off the bench. But while he does want to start, he also doesn't want to upset the apple cart. Things are going great. Jordan Poole's playing great. Klay Thompson's making everything. Draymond Green is uh, instigating the offense. All these role players doing their jobs, doing it doing their jobs well. Andrew Wiggins. Guys like that playing great. B. off the bench playing great. Andre Iguodala off the bench. So, why changing it? If you're Steve Kerr, why would I change anything? It's it we're at that situation now where if you're Golden State fan if you're a Warrior fan, you're up 3-0, you got game four in Denver coming up on Sunday. Why don't we lose this game so we can go back to Steph starting? Right? Because if you win this game, now you go on to the next series, you're 4-0 with Steph coming off the bench. Got to keep him coming off the bench, don't you? And you're going to play a team better than Denver in the next round. You're going to play a team better than Denver. You're going to play probably Dallas at this point. Maybe Utah. Maybe Utah gets back in that series. But you're going to play the Dallas-Utah winner. And if Luke is healthy, Dallas is better than Denver. Utah, eh, probably a little better than Denver. At what point do you put Steph Curry back in the lineup? I'm all for Golden State losing a game here. Just so Steve Kerr does not have that on his plate anymore. All right, we lost. Steph, get back in the starting lineup. Jordan Poole, you're going to be coming off the bench. and Even though Jordan Poole has played great, he had 27 again last night. All right, we'll talk more NBA. Uh, another Louisville basketball player commits to coming back and playing for Kenny Payne next season. We'll talk about that. More on the Shade and Sharp case uh, I think we need, uh, we need uh, an investigatory journalist on this. And big series for U of L baseball this weekend. We'll talk about that and more coming up. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Don't forget the Big X golf cards are ready. The card features Chariot Run, Old Capitol Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. You play these great courses for under $25 a round with the 2022 Big X Sports Radio Golf Card. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com or you can call 812-725-1457. Again, play Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake, all under $25 a round, cart included. Supplies are limited, so get yours today. Eminem M&M Cartage Hotline is open, 502 502- 384-1450, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's Text Line open as well, 502-414-1450. Download Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app today for great offers and savings on fuel every day. That's the Thornton's Refreshing Reward Rewards app. Refreshing rewards app. Easy for me to say. Uh, download that app today and hit me up on the Thornton's Text Line, 502-414-1450. Texter says, John, relax, it's Friday. You're thinking too hard. Start Curry. Don't look back. He's better than Wally Pip. Well, I think in this scenario, he is Wally Pip. Yeah, he's Wally Pip. Lou Gehrig has come in and scored 27 last night. Played great. And uh, so, Wally, you're on the bench. Steph's on the bench. You're, And by the way. For me to suggest that Steph Curry shouldn't start, I don't want you to get that impression. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. He should start. He should have started game one. Uh, And after he scored, I don't know, 28, whatever it was in game one, he should have started game two. When he scored over 30 in game two, he should have started game three. He scored 27 last night. He should start game four. But if it ain't broke, Steve Curry ain't going to fix it. You're 3-0. Three fairly easy wins over Denver. All oh, Last night was closer than the first two games. Jordan Poole's confidence is at an elite level right now. He's not Steph Curry. Not what I'm saying. He's not. Never will be, I don't think. But he certainly has looked pretty good in this series. I had some news notes here. Charlotte, the uh, Hornets fired James Borrego, their head coach. I'm a little surprised here. He got them to the play-in games, right? He got them to the play-in games. Um, I don't know. Charlotte, are you going to do better than James Borrego? Maybe they got somebody in mind. This, I, I wonder if this is Michael Jordan's call. Uh, but, you know. Usually the uh, coaches that don't make the playoffs get fired. And I guess technically, if you if you listen to the NBA, Charlotte didn't make the playoffs. They made the play-in series, the play-in games. So uh, he's out. Big baseball series for uh, Louisville this weekend. NC State comes in. Uh, these two are competing. They're at the top of the ACC Atlantic Division standings. Louisville is nine and six in conference 25 and 11 overall NC State is 10 and seven in the ACC 24 and 11 overall Wake Forest is third in the Atlantic at 10 and eight but uh right now it's it's the cards and NC State uh, big series this weekend they'll start that series this evening three games set uh get out there if you can to Patterson Stadium should be a lot of fun. Uh, Roosevelt Wheeler is back for University of Louisville. So now you've got Sidney Curry back in the fold. L. Ellis is in the fold. Jalen Withers is in the fold. J.J. Trainer is in the fold. And now you add Roosevelt Wheeler, who will come back uh, for his sophomore season under Kenny Payne. If you're a big guy, I, I don't know why you would leave. I don't know why you would think about leaving. Because you're going to get individual instruction from Kenny Payne who did individual instruction with guys like DeMarcus Cousins, Carl Anthony Towns, who was terrible last night, by the way, Um, Willie Cauley-Stein. The list goes on and on with uh, – how about Anthony Davis? Guys that Kenny Payne worked with as a big man. Then you also bring in Danny Manning, a two-time national player of the year. As a big guy who will work with the big guys. So, I mean, if you're six eight or taller, you're hanging around, man. You you want to get you wanna learn from these guys. And Roosevelt Wheeler joins Sidney Curry and Withers and Trainer as some tall players who are gonna hang around and uh, and and try to improve under the tutelage of Payne and Manning. Uh, it's, I think it's just a smart move by Roosevelt Wheeler. Uh, you know, Depending on who Kenny Payne can bring in through the transfer portal, there's plenty of playing time to go around here. I mean, Sidney Curry's going to be your first option, um, but a guy like Wheeler, he gets some run. If he improves at all, he can get some run here. So I think it's a, a great move, not only by Wheeler but also uh, Louisville. You know, you can't have enough of a good thing. Can't have enough of a good thing. It's uh, it's that simple. All right, uh back to the NBA last night. Well, I watch a lot of NBA. First game of the night, Memphis beats uh, Minnesota 104 104.95. I mentioned this earlier. And Charles Barkley was great. <laughs> he kept saying during that 21-0 Memphis run, did uh did Minnesota call timeout? No, they did not. During a they had a 21 point lead at the time that Memphis started their 21-0 run. Now it went into third quarter into the fourth quarter. So there was a forced timeout at the end of the quarter. Um, So I don't want to bang on the Minnesota coaching staff too much, but I understand what Charles is talking about. You're up 21. It's late third quarter. I know you're trying to get to the finish line of the quarter. I get that, but it's the playoffs. And once Memphis scored six, maybe eight, take a timeout. You take a timeout. I don't care if there's 30 seconds left in the quarter. All of a sudden, it's a 13-point game. You need to stop the run here. You need to, you need to stem this tide. And you need a bucket on your end. But no timeout was called. The onslaught continued into the fourth quarter. Uh, Desmond Bain, 26 for Memphis. Uh, Brandon Clark had 20. John Moran had a triple-double, 16, 10, and 10. I saw a great interview with him and Kenny Smith uh, where he was asked, would you rather have 30 points or 20 assists? He said 20 assists. He didn't hesitate. First of all, that's at least 40 points. That's more than 30 if I score 30. Uh, And secondly... He said, look, assists are just more fun. Everybody's involved. It's not just me. Everybody's involved, and I had a part in it. I had a part in the whole. I wasn't the whole. I had a part in the entirety. Um, great attitude from John ja Morant. He said yesterday he wanted to send the Minnesota fans home crying. Uh, he gloated a little bit in the postgame afterwards. got a great uh, personality. Uh, I don't know if you want to gloat that much. But uh, I guess he, he backed it up. He said he wanted to send them home crying, and uh, they did. But if you're Minnesota, you, you, you can't blow a 26-point lead. You've got Carl Anthony Towns, who again, foul trouble. And, and Barkley brought up a great point. If you're a star, you can't commit dumb fouls in the playoffs. He's done it twice in, in three games now. He's done it twice. He finished with 8 points and 5 rebounds. He couldn't stay on the floor. And and the fouls were silly fouls. Unnecessary fouls. Trying to take a charge. Uh. Fourth quarter scoring 37 to 12 in favor of the Grizzlies. 37 to 12. Uh, it is a, it was a giveaway game for minnesota carl anthony points uh, can, uh, carl anthony towns 8 points 5 rebounds 1 assist he did play 32 minutes but uh, he was got put back in the game with five something to go with with five fouls d'angelo russell had 22 for the uh, t wolves anthony edwards only 19 Again, Memphis played good defense. You expect this game to go. I think the over-under was 236. So you expect this game to finish somewhere in the range of 120 to 116, 122 to 116, something like that. One hundred four ninety-five advantage Memphis. Because Minnesota is going to give up some points. But they usually score some points as well. And So give Memphis credit. Game 4 will be Saturday, 10 o'clock. ESPN, Memphis on the road here, a three-point favorite. We're seeing a a plethora of road teams being favored here in uh, round one of the NBA playoffs, even in the four-five games and the three-six games. I expect Miami to be favored over Atlanta on the road, and I expect Phoenix to be favored over New Orleans on the road. But there's parity in this league, and I I certainly expected some of these home teams to be favored in these games, uh, in these games three and four, uh, where the lower seed uh, is at home. I expected them to be favored. Dallas 126, Utah 118. Dallas now with a 2-1 lead without Luka Doncic, who hasn't played a minute. Jalen Brunson has looked like um, Larry Bird. He's scoring, he's passing, he's defending. Larry Bird didn't defend, but 31 again last night. Had to leave the game in the first half with a hip injury. Went in the back, got treated, came back out and played in the second half. Spencer Dinwiddie had 20. Uh, those are the two guys. I mean, I've said this before. Luca doesn't have uh, Tonto, right? He's the Lone Ranger. And when he when you say Lone, he's the Lone Ranger. He doesn't have uh, a guy. He doesn't have what Booker has, Chris Paul or Aiton. Jimmy Butler has Bam Adebayo. Steph Curry has Klay Thompson. Luka Doncic doesn't have one of these guys. He's got Jalen Brunson, Spencer Dinwiddie, Maxi Kleber. He just doesn't have them. But they have stepped up in his absence. And I will blame Utah more than I blame Dallas. One of the hot names for the Laker job, head coaching job, is Quinn Snyder. Lakers aren't hiring Quinn Snyder if they're watching this series. I can tell you that right now. They are not hiring Quinn Snyder. You can't beat the Dallas Mavericks without Luka Doncic. You lose game three at home where you never have the lead. Game four is uh, tomorrow, 4.30 on TNT, and Utah's a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home. It's hard to believe in Utah. Now, they will probably come out tomorrow. It's one of those games where Dallas, if Luka doesn't play, might just have a say, look, we're going to lose this game. It's going to be 2-2. We're still going to have home court advantage. We're getting Luka back for game five, maybe. I expect Utah to win this game big tomorrow. But they should be up 2-1, 3-0 right now. They shouldn't be down 2-1. Sort of embarrassing. And then late last night, Golden State 118, Denver 113. The Warriors are up 3-0. I mentioned Curry had 27 off the bench. Jordan Poole, 27. Klay Thompson, 26. Draymond Green just does Draymond Green things. He irritates everybody. He'll get a technical now and then. He'll cause you to get a technical Uh, He had 10 assists, I think, last night. He doesn't care about scoring, and he frustrated Jokic. Now, Jokic did have 37 points and 18 rebounds. So before we start talking about what a great job Draymond Green did on Nikola Jokic, look at the numbers here. Jokic had 37, 18, and 5. Now, Green had a big steal, took the ball away from Jokic late in the game when it was still in doubt. That's one play. It was a big play, but it's one play. Uh, Jokic is still great. Aaron Gordon at 18-12. and Game four is Sunday, 3-30 on ABC. Golden State on the road here. Three-and-a-half point favorites to close out that series. All right, we'll take a break. We'll look at tonight's games, uh, three in the NBA. We'll look at two Saturday games, uh, teams that haven't played since Wednesday. Uh, Can the Celtics keep it up against Brooklyn? Will Philadelphia knock out Toronto? Those are the Saturday games we'll look at. Three games tonight as well. We'll talk about that, wrap it up for the weekend, tell you what to watch this weekend as well. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio, final segment of the week. I've decided to give you a uh, Tim Tam Tavern six-pack. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Not right this second, but I've decided to give you a Tim Tam Tavern NBA bucket of picks tonight. How about that? 3 tonight, 3 Saturday. There you go. We'll do that uh shortly. The Big X golf cards are back. The card features Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Chariot Run, Valley View and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. You play these great courses for under $25 a round with the 2022 Big X Sports Radio golf card. Supply is limited. Get yours today at bigxsportsradio.com or call 812-725-1457. Five great courses you can play. Chariot Run Valley View, Elk Run, Old Capitol Golf Club, and Christmas Lake. Under $25 a round with cart included. Get yours today. I was checking out the Western Kentucky football schedule coming up. I want to I want to be the WKU beat writer this year. Now you've got the Conference USA games, but you go to Hawaii, you go to Indiana, and you go to Auburn. Yeah, I'm ready for the road trips. Somebody uh, Get in touch with my agent. Douglas is my agent, by the way. So just get in touch with Douglas. Uh, I'm ready to cover the uh, the Western Kentucky Hilltopper football schedule this year. But I have to have that September 3rd trip to Hawaii. Got to have that one. Or uh, or the deal is off, as they say. The deal is off if I don't have that one. Um uh, Baseball. This day in baseball, it was 1970, 52, I think, years ago. Tom Seaver of the New York Mets struck out 19 San Diego Padres in a 2-1 to Mets win at Shea Stadium. Tom Turvick set a Major League Baseball record. He struck out the last 10 batters in a row. That's how bad the Padres were back then. No offense to Phoenix Hill Richard. That was not today's Padres. By the way, great series starts tonight in San Diego. The Dodgers come to San Diego. Now, Fernando Tatis Jr. still not playing uh, for San Diego, still rehabbing. But Dodgers-San Diego, 940 first pitch tonight. That's a great series. Um, Toronto and Houston, we'll keep an eye on that one over the weekend. The uh, Blue Jays, I think they're the best team in the uh, American League East. Houston. Uh, still very, very competitive in the American League West. Uh, they'll play at 8-10 tonight. By the way, your Reds were, didn't lose yesterday. They didn't play. They didn't lose because they didn't play. The St. Louis Cardinals come to Cincinnati tonight, 6-40 start. Steven Matz will start for the Cardinals, 1-1, 727 ERA. This game is worth watching because Hunter Green is pitching for the Reds. He's one and one with a four thirty five ERA, so he has one of the Reds' two victories. They're two and eleven, by the way, nine straight losses. But Hunter Green is worth the price of admission. He he had thirty eight pitches in his last outing that went over a hundred miles an hour, one hundred or higher. And in his first outing, he had twenty pitches that went one hundred miles an hour or higher. So. He's bringing the gas tonight, St. Louis and Cincinnati, 640. Uh, I think you can watch that one on Bally Sports Ohio. But if you're going to watch the Reds this year, A, God love you, and B, do it when Hunter Green is pitching because at least you're going to see a guy bring the heat, challenge the hitters, and usually beat the hitters. The Reds could even be favored tonight because Steven Matz has not gotten off to a good start for – I would be shocked, but they could be favored. Nope, they're not. St. Louis is minus 125. Cincinnati is plus 105. So Cardinals are a slight favorite tonight. I could make that part of the uh, Tim Tam Tavern bucket here and pick the Reds, but I won't. I could, but I won't. All right. All right. Tim Tam Tavern Bucket, let's uh, get it underway here. Why not? It's been a while. Here's the drum roll. All right. Let's start with tonight, Miami and Atlanta, 7 o'clock on ESPN. The uh, Heat with a 2-0 lead in the series, and they're one-and-a-half point favorites. I have to think Atlanta's going to win one of these next two games in this series. Miami's going to win this series probably in five games. Um, they might win it in four. But I'm going to take Atlanta in the point and a half tonight. I think this is the spot where it's desperation time. Miami's coming in going, yeah, we've uh, had no problem with this team so far. Trey Young, I think, plays great. John Collins has to play well. Also, make no mistake about it, Miami can't play one of their best games and lose. So I'm counting on Miami having a, just, a, just a touch of a letdown and Atlanta being in desperation mode. I'm going to take the Hawks plus the one-and-a-half. Uh, 830, also in the East, Milwaukee and Chicago. Series tied at a game apiece. The Bulls had no luck with Milwaukee in the regular season. They were 0-4 against the Bucks, and it wasn't close. And then they lost game one. But they win game two in Milwaukee. Chris Middleton uh, hurts his knee late in the game. That is a huge loss for the Milwaukee Bucks. A huge loss. Monumental. He's going to be out, depending on which reports you look at, the next two games or the rest of the series. I think it's more likely he doesn't come back in this series. Uh, Milwaukee's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The game is in Chicago. Grayson Allen will play for the Bucks. He has to with Middleton Hurt. It is going to be a rabid Chicago crowd tonight. And I expect the Bulls not only to cover but to win this game outright. They're two and a half point underdogs. I think the Bulls win tonight. I think Milwaukee's going to eventually figure out a way to win this series. To do that, they're going to have to win a game in Chicago. I just don't think it's going to be tonight. So give me the Bulls plus the two and a half. Finally, Western Conference nine thirty Phoenix and New Orleans. By the way, the Milwaukee Chicago game is on ABC. Phoenix and New Orleans tied at a game of peace. No Devin Booker tonight. ESPN. start. Phoenix is a a point-and-a-half favorite. They're still more talented than New Orleans. And don't don't get me wrong. New Orleans has some talent. But Phoenix is still a little bit more talented. They're a a point-and-a-half favorite here. And you don't want to go down 2-1. to Without Booker, you're the number one seed versus a play-in team here, the eight seed. This It's not desperation for Phoenix, but I think they recognize the importance of not losing these next two games in New Orleans. You can't go down 3-1 here. You can, but you better not. And I think Phoenix takes care of business tonight. They right the ship. They get the train back on the tracks, whatever metaphor you want to use. I'm going to take Phoenix to uh, cover the one-and-a-half tonight against New Orleans. So there you go. Tonight, Atlanta plus one and a half at home against Miami. Chicago plus two and a half at home against Milwaukee. And Phoenix on the road minus one and a half against New Orleans. Alright, Saturday 2 o'clock, Philadelphia and Toronto. Toronto had a 17 point lead on Wednesday. They've had two days now. to. They're going to have two full days to just burn about it. Joel Embiid Hits the three in overtime to win the game. Philadelphia didn't lead this game until overtime. They never led in regulation. Uh, Toronto, this is going to be a tough bounce back because of the way that game ended on Wednesday. Philadelphia is a three-point favorite in Toronto. I'm going to take the Sixers. I think they end the series. Maxie has played great, and Bede has played great. James Harden has not played great yet. Tobias Harris has played okay. Um, James Harden, I think, is going to play great here in game four. It's a middle of the afternoon game. Nobody's paying attention. Let's put Toronto out of their misery uh, and move on. I'm taking Philadelphia to uh, try to get an early, some early rest here and get ready for Miami, which should be a great series. Give me the Sixers minus the three against Toronto. Right after that, 4.30 on TNT. It's game four of the Dallas-Utah series in Utah. I've already mentioned this earlier. Uh, I don't know if Luka plays or not, but this is desperation for Utah. They're at home. They can't go down 3-1 and head back to Dallas. I think Utah blows the doors off of Dallas. They'll try to figure out a way to slow down Jalen Brunson, uh, and I think they will. you got to play some defense. If you're Donovan Mitchell or you're Mike Conley, you got to play a little defense on Brunson. But I think Utah minus 4.5, I think that's a safe bet. I think this one gets out of hand early. Uh, I know you don't want the big lead, but actually you really do want the big lead. And this time, I think Utah gets a big early lead and and just sort of cruises to victory. Give me the jazz there. And finally, 7.30 tomorrow night, Brooklyn uh, at home against Boston. The Celtics have won the first two games. They had a last-second layup to win by one in game one. They came back from a 17-point deficit in game two. Um. This game, this series could easily be 2-0 Brooklyn. Uh, Kevin Durant's played terrible. Kevin Durant played terrible in game one. He played terrible in game two. He's not going to play terrible in game three. Kyrie was great in game one. He was mediocre in game two. I think he'll play great again. ESPN, 7.30 tomorrow night. Brooklyn's three and a half. Give the points here. And I'm going against myself here because this seems like a series where most of the games are going to be tight within two or three points at the end, but I'm going to give the three and a half here. I'm going to take Brooklyn. I liked Brooklyn on Wednesday. That didn't or was it Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. that didn't work out for me. I and they had a 17 point lead. Again, I felt pretty good. They had a lead going in the fourth quarter. I felt pretty good. The Celtics didn't take the lead till there was under eight minutes left in the game. Jalen T- Jason Tatum's been great. Jalen Brown's been great for the Celtics. Uh, Al Horford's been really good. They they miss Robert Williams a little bit, but not a lot. Daniel Tice has stepped in and played well. I just think it's time for Brooklyn to put it on somebody, and I think it's time more than anything for Kevin Durant to put it on somebody. So I expect a big game out of KD. Saturday night in Brooklyn, give me the Nets. So there are your Saturday picks. Philadelphia on the road, minus three. At Toronto, Utah at home minus four and a half against Dallas, and Brooklyn at home minus the three and a half against the Celtics. Celtics are in an interesting spot here because nobody, uh, Miami and the Celtics both are an it. You got the one seed, you got the two seed, and nobody thinks either one of these teams is going to reach the NBA finals. Everybody loves Milwaukee. A lot of people like still like Brooklyn. And a lot of people like Philadelphia, especially the way Philadelphia has played in this Toronto series. Nobody believes in the Celtics. Nobody believes in the Heat. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if the Eastern Conference Finals are Boston and Miami. The Nets don't play any defense. Philadelphia is one bad game away from just turning on each other. And Milwaukee's got a huge injury to Chris Middleton here. And the longer that thing drags out, the, the less chance I believe Milwaukee gets to the finals. If you asked me before the playoffs started, I said Milwaukee and Phoenix in a rematch of last year's NBA finals. Now you got Middleton hurt. Phoenix has Booker hurt. Phoenix is tied in a series. They don't have home court advantage. Milwaukee doesn't have a home court advantage anymore against Chicago. NBA, man. That's why it's great. And I say this all the time, NBA is much more entertaining than NCAA basketball. I believe that. All right, the Shaden Sharp situation just gets shadier and shadier. Did he graduate in May of 2021, or did he not graduate until September? Is he eligible for the NBA draft? Because if he didn't graduate until September, he's not. But if he graduated in May, he is. Yeah word yesterday, he's gone. He's out the door. He's going to the NBA. He's not coming back. Then Sharp puts out a statement on Twitter saying, hang on, I'm retaining my eligibility. I'm not hiring an agent. Going through the process. Let's see what happens. The NBA is scouts are telling everybody that'll listen that he's a lottery pick. He's a top 10 pick. If you're a top 10 pick and you're eligible, you have to go. But you have to keep your game face on here if you're Shaden Sharp because if somehow you're deemed ineligible, you got to go back to Kentucky like you wanted to go back to Kentucky. You got to act like, yeah, this was my plan all along. And Kyle Tucker from The Athletic, if you get a chance to read his stuff, had a great article yesterday about how Shaden Sharp is listening to one person, not his parents, not Coach Cal, but one person. Uh, It's a great read. Uh, I recommend it highly. All right, bats baseball tonight, 635 pregame, 705 first pitch against Iowa. I will talk to you Monday. We'll rehash all this NBA stuff again. Thanks for listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.